Stories of new hunters aren't often told, but I'm here to tell you mine. This is a hunter's journey. Alrighty, everybody, welcome back to another episode of A Hunter's Journey. I'm your host, Will. Um, I would like to start off by apologizing for the wrong intros. <laughs> um, that was not very professional of me, and I really would like to apologize. Um, I So, A Hunter's Story was originally going to be my... was originally going to be the title of this podcast, but... Um, I preferred Hunter's Journey rather than Hunter's Story, and um, <laughs> in the in the intro, they're they're gone now, so you you can't listen to them. But in the intro, you know, I I say um, just a kid wanting to get more in touch with nature, and I say it really weird, and I don't like it, and I thought it was really dumb, and I thought it sounded really bad. Um, so I did change the ones that were affected. Um, hopefully it actually changed. Um, so again, I really apologize for having those in there. Um, coincidentally, I have those named the same exact thing in my files, which I don't even know how happened. Um, and one of them was created on like you know, March 12th of last year, the other one was created on, like, May 1st or something like that, or April 2nd or whatever, um, so I do, I did have two things named intros, so putting them into the podcast, you know, I accidentally put the wrong intro, I believe, three or four times, and the beginning sounds the exact same, so, excuse me, I was, um, I was really just listening to the beginning first few seconds just to make sure the intro uploaded properly, but I wasn't doing a good enough job in listening to the whole thing. So, um, I apologize. Again, that was really unprofessional of me. Um, so, I really apologize for having the wrong intro on there. I'm not changing the name of the podcast or anything. It's still going to be a hunter's journey. Um, I just put the wrong... <laughs> I just put the wrong intro in there, and... Um, there's really no excuse for that other than negligence. So I apologize, um, but it's fixed now, and it won't happen again because I deleted a file. So um, yeah, I just wanted to start off by saying that I apologize for that. Um, secondly, I've uploaded a new article that I wrote to the website at huntersjourney.com. Um, if you go on there and you have any interest at Mexican Wolves, um, cousin of the gray wolf that live in uh, northern Mexico and a little in Arizona and New, Me and New Mexico. Um, if you have any interest in that, go ahead and go check that out. It's actually really cool. Mexican wolf population is really coming back, and it's really cool to see and read about. Um, North American jaguars on there. I know I was talking to my buddy about the jaguar, and he was like, we have jaguars here? And I'm like, yeah. Like, and they're in the United States. We've got jaguars in Arizona and New Mexico. We've got established populations of jaguars and breeding populations, and they've been, it, the population's been growing. So that's a conservation movement in itself, and it's a conservation feat in itself. So it's really cool. Um, and then I still have the original article on there about chronic wasting disease. It was actually a whole research paper that I wrote. Um, 
So go check all that stuff out. Um, those are really cool. The first one, the chronic wasting disease, is about an 11-minute read. And then the second two, I believe, are like five minutes and two minutes. So it's not, it won't take you very long to, to read it. Um, so, and I'm still, I don't, um, I'm still working on the whole video thing. Um, I'm, I'm working on putting together a YouTube channel and, and filming some videos and stuff for you. Now that, um, springtime's coming around, I want to get some call videos out and everything. And, and so I'm, I'm slowly but surely working on that. Um, so hopefully that really gets going here pretty soon. Um, so, but anyway, that's pretty much about it. Um, but this week I was going to talk about something different, but I'm going to save it because something very interesting happened about a week and a half ago. Um, here in the state of Utah, one of our representatives, Representative Casey Snyder and represent or Senator Sandall, Mike Sandall, I believe, um, pushed a bill through the House and Senate um, that would get rid of cougar tags, like get rid of all cougar tags, limited entry, harvest, what's called harvest objective or a spot and stock. Um, I'll go into details on all those in just a few minutes. Um, but yeah, it was, he went about it really sneaky and it's really become a controversial thing here in like the last week. Um, and it hasn't really taken off quite yet, but it's getting there. Um, so that's what this week's episode is going to be about is it's going to be about the new bill house bill 469 i believe that was passed by um almost a unanimous vote last wednesday um not this last wednesday but um wednesday let me see so it wasn't it wasn't wednesday the 8th i believe it was wednesday the first yeah it was wednesday the first that it was passed um, and I didn't really hear about it until the third, and then I finally started digging into it this last week. Um, so, and again, um, the job that I have, um, again, I'm not going to say where I work, but the job that I have allows me to get into the nitty gritty of this stuff, and it allows me to more or less be on the inside of this stuff. Um, I've talked to you know, people of the Department of Natural Resources or um, I guess the, the Utah Division of Wildlife about this and nobody over there seems to be very happy about it. Um, and so originally, I guess, from my understanding and from talking to people at the DWR is that um, this bill originally started as just a funding bill to fund um, conservation projects and wildlife restoration projects and land acquisition projects for the Utah Division of Wildlife Resources. Um, and so everybody, the DWR approved it when it was in the committee phase. And then uh, all the House, the representatives and the senators really liked it. Um, the Utah, Utah House and Utah Senate um, they all really liked it, and pretty much everybody was for it. I think it had like a 99% approval rate within the House and the Senate because it just purely provided funding for us to help open up private lands to um, public access and to help with 
wildlife restoration projects like the Utah June Sucker Project that's happening um, in the Provo River um, Delta, the Provo River Bay area in Utah Lake right now. Um, so it was pretty much purely just a funding bill to help with wildlife projects. Um, and then Snyder, after it went through committee right before it was about to go out onto the, the floor, Snyder and Sandall added into the bill that uh, cougars would no longer uh, be required to be hunted on tags. You could hunt them just on a hunting license or a combination hunting and fishing license. And it pretty much just got rid of the cougar draw and the limited entry cougar tags and the spot and stock tag and a harvest objective tag. So a spot and stock, ta spot and stock tag is where you can only hunt them by spotting and stocking. You can't hunt, use dogs or use bait. Harvest objective, you can use dogs. So that's the difference between the two. You can't use bait with either harvest objective or um, spot and stock. I don't think you can use bait with limited entry either. Um, so, but it, it got rid of those. And some of our cougar units take 13 years to draw. And so I'm, I'm sure there's going to be a lot of, a lot of lawsuits with, you know, holding on to people's points and everything because I, from what I understand, the DWR can't like do anything with those points. They're just going to sit there. Um, and I guess this is the first time it's ever happened where they haven't given any warning or anything like that hasn't gone through the public process. Usually when they make changes like that, it goes through the public process. They're called RAC meetings. I don't know what the acronym is for, but they're, they're public wildlife board meetings. Um, so anyway, um, so Snyder put in the bill that cougars can only can be hunted on just a combination hunting and fishing license or a hunting license only. And I guess left the DWR to figure out how many you can kill per year if you have to check them in um, and a couple other things like that. Um, and then they also added in the bill that private landowners can now use trail cameras on their private property 365 days a year. So last year, all trail cameras were banned on all private and public property from like July 30 or August 1st to December 31st or something like that. And then this year they updated it to where private landowners can now use trail cameras 365 days a year on their private property, whether they, you know, own property to guide or whether it's just their personal private property. And um, now the general public can't have trail cameras out for any reason July 31st through December 31st, or July 1st through December 31st. So if you're doing research with the university, you can't have a trail camera out. If you're doing um, wildlife photography, trying to find spots to photograph wildlife, you can't have a trail camera out. And hunters can't have trail cameras out from July 1st to December 31st. So that was a really big thing that I don't think people really have, have caught on to yet. It seems to be more focused on the cougar aspect of it. Um, but the other thing that really bugs me after I dug in a little more is Snyder originally wanted bears in the bill as well, but I guess his advisor was like, no, you can't add bears in there. Um, and then he tried to get a bill passed like this last year, but got shot down because it's just a ridiculously dumb idea. Um, 
So that's why he snuck it in at the very end this year. And I guess it went through the House and the Senate within less than an hour because people didn't read the bill. And they were like, oh, yeah, it didn't change, so we're good to go. And they all voted for it, but it did change. And when they presented it on the floor, Senator Sandall was like, oh, we just made a couple tweaks to cougar hunting, nothing major. Like, if you go back and listen to the recording of him presenting the bill, he presents it as, oh, no major changes, pretty much what we all talked about, we're good to go. And so that was a shitty thing to do. And another thing is, Snyder is also on the Northern Rack Board. He's also on one of the wildlife boards. And to me, that seems like a conflict of interest, like a, a giant conflict of interest, because if he can't get something passed through the wildlife board, he's going to go and just do it sneakily through some random bill. So now the governor's in a hard spot. He can't veto the bill because then it'll take away all this funding that we have. But if he signs the bill, then cougar hunting is going to be effectively open range. You can you can use dogs, you can use traps, you can use bait, you can kill them 365 days a year. Like pretty much you're going to be able to do anything with cougars that you want. They're going to become like pretty much coyotes. They're still going to be classified as protected wildlife, but it's pretty much going to be the same as coyote hunting here in Utah. And coyotes are a nuisance species and we want them gone because there's so many of them and they really hurt our deer herds. And that's all it is, is Utah's classified or likes to think of itself as a quote-unquote mule deer state. So Snyder wanted to put something in out there that he could say, oh, but we're doing something about the mule deer population. In reality, it's not really going to do a whole lot. We're having a lot of snow right now and a lot of bad snow. If any of you guys are from Utah, you'll know how bad our snow is. And, you know, the harsh snow in the wintertime and then the droughts in the summertime really affect our deer herds as well. And so it's not just predators or predation or anything. Like when you take a predator completely out of the food chain, it's just going to make things worse. And people, you know, are like, well, how's that going to make things worse? There's going to be more, you know, there's going to be more deer on the landscape. Okay, yeah, there's going to be more deer on the landscape, but there's also going to be more competition for food, more competition for water, more competition for good habitat. And thus you're going to get weaker deer and smaller deer and especially here in like the Salt Lake area the Salt Lake Valley where there's a lot of urban deer like you know sometimes the cougars help deal with those urban deer populations in the winter time they come down and take out a few of those deer that's not going to happen anymore and we don't have a, an urban deer program where people can get archery tags and set up a blind in their backyard if they have a big enough backyard or if they have enough acreage. Like, they, we don't have anything like that. So, to just completely try and eliminate a predator off the landscape is just ridiculously stupid and takes all the bio, the fundamental biology out of it. You know, it's a food pyramid or a food web, however you want to look at it. But it it is just ridiculous. And... <clears throat> excuse me, for Snyder to just sneak that into the end of the bill is just really shitty. And it just shows you the kind of person he is and the kind of sportsman he is. Because he he's on one of our rack boards. I believe he also manages what's called a cooperative wildlife management unit, which is a giant plot of private land 
that the division gives tags to every year so that people could run a guiding business and that so people could open that private land to the public to hunt on. I believe he owns one of those as well down south. So that explains the trail camera side of it and that also explains why he wants to get rid of cougars because he wants mule deer to thrive so that um, he can go on these private ranches or private places and hunt and kill great deer you know so it all seems like it was part in to benefit a few and not the many um, so that's it's pretty much the general gist of the bill you know I could go I could talk for a long time about my personal feelings behind hunting cougars which I have no problem with hunting cougars so I have a cougar tag right now like I could pull it out of my backpack right now and go try and kill a cougar if I wanted to it's a spot and stock tag and that's the other thing is people are up in arms about oh well now you can kill cougars 365 days a year pretty much still could anyway the harvest objective tags ran year-round and there's no limits on the harvest objective tag. So the harvest objective tags are for certain units. And when that, when a certain unit hit its quota number, the unit was shut down. Well, there's no quota numbers on cougars right now because there's so many of them. And the spot and stock tags are unlimited over-the-counter tags for $30, resident and non-resident. And you can hunt that from July 1st to June 30th, 365 days a year. So it's not that we're necessarily increasing the amount of cougars that are going to be killed necessarily. I mean, I'm sure there will probably be a few more killed. It's how you can kill them now because anybody can go out and chase dogs. There's no, there's not going to be any, I mean, I don't know what the rules are going to look like about chasing cougars with hounds. If there's going to be a maximum number like there is now, now you can trap for cougars and that, to me, trapping for cougars is a little unethical. Cougars are a really big bycatch when trying to trap coyotes, and or I should say frequent bycatch, and the places that people would try and set traps for cougars are, you know, you don't want to think about this and you don't want to use this as an argument, but there are some trappers out there who are just stupid, and they just don't follow an ethical code or a moral code um, the main issue I have with trapping cougars is that you know cougars I don't want to say inhabit the same areas um, let me put it in a different way there have been a lot of cougar sightings on like hiking trails and stuff around the foothills in Salt Lake City here um, and if you put a trap trying to trap for them the bycatch could be something that you don't intend, like a deer or like a dog that somebody's walking on the trail or, God forbid, even a kid. And that's the thing is, like, I know a kid is probably on the extreme side, but again, that all comes down to, like, okay, are you going to put the trap away from the trails, away from people? Like, what are you, where are you going to put the trap? And if you put the trap too close to a trail, you could get a dog that wanders off trail into a foothold trap or 
whatever you're going to use, most likely a foothold trap. And so the bycatch, the unintended bycatch of trying to trap cougars is, is going to be not good. And that could give a really bad rap to trappers and to hunters. And trapping is already one of those things that's, that's walking the wire because people view it as unethical and barbaric and all this and that. And so I feel like this is just going to add fuel to the fire of those organizations that hate trapping and want to see it banned across the board. There was a group, I can't remember what wildlife group, but there was a group that wrote a letter to Biden asking him to ban beaver trapping all across the United States, just indefinitely. And we can't have that happen. You know, we have to, like, people forget that we're predators too. We are, we are a form of predator. And if there's a beaver that comes in on somebody's property and they need to get rid of it and they can't trap it, then they could potentially lose their livelihood. Beavers flood fields, beavers block off water, like irrigation water, and, you know, so trapping is a good thing. But, and doing it in the right way is a good thing. Doing it in the wrong way is not a good thing. And if people trap cougars in the wrong way, it's not a good thing. And especially if people are trying to track, trap cougars near, you know, like um, hiking trails. If there's a cougar that's caught in a trap and people see that, it's not going to be good. So, anyway. So the general gist of the bill is that cougars, you don't need a license to hunt cougars except a hunting license. And you could take them any way, shape, or form 365 days a year now. If the bill gets signed, the governor has till the 23rd to sign it. Whether he signed it yet, I do not know. Um, and trail cameras are now allowed on private land 365 days a year. And you can't have a trail camera on the landscape July 1st through December 31st, no matter who you are. Um, you can, from what I'm hearing, they're going to be able to have special permits to where if you're doing research, you can have trail cameras out. Um, like, but other than that, I'm not sure. Um, so I thought that that was a, a pretty insane um, bill to be passed. But um, it passed because Snyder did it really sneaky, and he was very sneaky about passing it, and it just, people passed it unanimously because they thought that it was just a funding bill for the Division of Wildlife, so, and that screwed over everybody. So, anyway... Um, he will not be getting my vote, and neither will Sandal. Not that they ever did in the first place, because I just don't like who they are. Um, but that's besides the point. So, anyway, um, but yeah, that's pretty much the entirety of of the controversy surrounding the surrounding the bill right now. Um, so I recommend you guys go and check it out for yourself. Um, it is an interesting bill for sure, and it's going to be interesting to see how this whole thing plays out.
So I'll try and keep you updated as, as I know more. Um, and I may write a piece on the website and put it on there, but I'm not sure quite yet. Um, so anyway, I'm done. That's the general gist. Um, if you want to read more into the bill, I'll post a link to the bill in the show notes, um, and you can go read it for yourself. Um, but yeah, that's pretty much all I'm going to have for you guys this week. Um, I just thought that I should get it out there as soon as possible. Um, so I take, I urge you guys to take a look into what's going on and make sure you know who you're voting for because there were people that were like, I voted for him and this is not what he talked about or blah, 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 blah. And no matter how good of a person a politician may seem, they're still a politician and they're still a piece of shit. Um, that's all I'm going to say because... That's been my personal experience. And if you have a different personal experience, then you have a different personal experience. But anyway, to end on that note, <laughs> I hope you guys, um, well, thank you guys for watching. Um, I hope you guys stay safe while you're out in the woods, while you're out on the ice, especially this time of year. Be careful. Um, but until next time, um, yeah, stay safe while you're out on the ice. Respect your fellow hunters and anglers. Stay safe while you're on the woods. All that good and fun stuff. Um, sorry, I, I apologize if I got it out of order. Um, a little tired right now. <laughs> so, But I still wanted to try and get this episode recorded as, as soon as I could. Um, so anyway, thank you guys for listening. I really appreciate it. I appreciate each and every one of you for listening. And, you know audience is slowly growing so that's really cool to see i love it and i love you guys um so anyway until next time stay safe while you're out in the woods stay safe while you're out on the ice respect your fellow hunters and anglers and we will catch you guys on the next episode thanks everybody